An independent trucker shows up late to his son's military school promotion, which surprises the kid because he's never met this man. The mom is sick and dying and wants the two to connect, but the grandfather is crazy rich and thinks because he's been raising the kid, he should have custody when she dies. Father and son travel around the Southwest in a big rig, stopping at truck stops and bars, where they each arm wrestle strangers, before arriving in Los Angeles, where the son decides to live with the rich grandfather instead of the absentee truck driver dad. With nothing left in his life, the trucker heads to Vegas to compete in the arm wrestling national championship and bets everything he has on himself to win. The child has a change of heart and flees his grandfather's compound. He steals a car, drives to the airport, gets on a plane, and flies to Vegas all by himself to support his dad. The trucker loses in the semifinals, but this is a double elimination arm wrestling tournament, so he's still alive and able to miraculously defeat the five-time reigning champion. Because he won the arm wrestling competition, the grandfather is cool with the kid being with his father, I guess. But what will the boy decide? Guys, let's talk about Over the Top. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed the helicopter with a car. I'm out of bullets. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust fast? Lick a license. Hey, lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. Got a special treat for you this uh, this episode. We're doing Over the Top. Woo! Yeah. The movie was Over the Top. Yeah. In the best way possible. It knows the best way what possible. it is, for yes. sure. And we're all wearing our hats. Uh, they were forwards at the beginning of the pod, and right before we recorded, we turned them backwards so yeah. that we could unlock it's like a, it's our like a true switch. podcast power. Yeah, like a switch. It's just something turn, happens. Turn into a machine. Yeah, you know, it's a switch. You know, that and that's actually true. Sometimes we joke and we like talk about being naked or like. Well, Kyle was really naked. Yeah, I mean, look. I mean, just bottoms though. We're also Bottom all Bottom wearing naked. cut up T-shirts and we're all super greased up. Yeah, yep. Brandon's got on an Alka Seltzer shirt. Yeah. Yeah. He's just repping that brand because exactly. that's in the movie. I'm it's dressed up. Heavy, I'm dressed up as Michael. I have a full suit, a tie, <laughs> my <laughs> hair slicked one back, sleeve ripped yeah. off. Yeah. You graduated from military academy. Yep, that's right. It would make you more intellectual than everyone else here. Yeah. So. Of course, Duh. of course. <laughs> At the break, I'm gonna throw on my Robert Loja '80s power suit mm-hmm. and just walk yeah. around in that. So it fits yeah. you. It fits um, you. Aaron well. also got a perm. To just kind of go with Terry Funk's character? I love me some funk. (laughs) We want the funk. (laughs) Gotta have that funk. Hey, we... (laughs) But it was funny because when we decided to do the backwards hat thing, it's like, 
You spent eighty dollars on that perm, mm-hmm. and now you don't it's even just really get up. to show it off. Well, it's just going to get deducted from the Matt Bailey fund uh, that we. Oh yeah, we got plenty from. of money. Yeah. And with that being said, over the top, over, over the top, nineteen eighty sevens, over the top. Woo! Let's just start with first impressions. I absolutely love this movie. Saw it when I was a kid. I'm a huge Rocky fan, and so this is just Rocky with arm wrestling, as I've described it to many different people. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit cheesier. It's a little bit more 80s than Rocky, but it does, yeah. it, like Pollard was saying before, it knows what it is. It knows that it's a cheesy, uh, over-the-top arm wrestling competition slash family drama movie, and there's no moment in it that I didn't, that I, I there's no moment in it that I felt bored or felt not into what was going it's on. It's a brisk 88 minutes. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> to me, to yeah. me, this is a perfect movie. Everything about it's entertaining. Nobody's very good at acting in it, uh, but they all just have like a very animal magnetism to them where I just can't look away. Uh, amazing. Love it. A really great watch this week. I've always loved this movie. It's been at least 10 years since I saw it last. It's hard to believe that this movie comes in the middle of the Rocky and Rambo franchises. Mm -hmm. Watching it, it's easy to believe like maybe this was Sly Stallone's breakout performance or something that he did early on. And it was, no, not at all. Like this was after two releases of each of those. Um, He won an Academy Award. Yeah, Yeah. this is in the dead center of his huge career. There's not one single acting performance in the entire movie that is in any way convincing, and yet it all still works so well. And I think this might be one of the first movies where we all agree on like the runtime, and yeah. it's just a perfect, short, great story. Yeah, it was uh, incredible. I love this movie. I've been super excited to talk about this movie. It's so similar to Roadhouse. Ridiculous concept. Awesome lead, man. It's two movies broken mm-hmm. up into two 45-minute segments. Yeah. The arm wrestling competition is so insane. The crowd, the referees, the announcers... <laughs> You Everything. Mean the, the twelve referees the 12 for referees. the final final it's uh, such showdown. A, an amazing movie, and I'm so happy we're talking about it today. Yeah, I agree. Um, I saw this movie, I guess, a decade ago because I watched it at Pollard's house. Pollard had me over to his parents' house and was like, "Let's watch a movie." And we just like sat in your bedroom and we watched this movie, and that was my first time ever seeing it. You were a big fan already. Like you, guys you were watched like, over the top, and Pollard went under your top. Yeah, it was a good night. <laughs> that might have happened. Um, <laughs> But no, so I saw it with you for the first time and like loved it. And I've watched it like every two years with Aaron somehow. Um, Mm -hmm. We always find a way to watch this movie. For me, like Brandon touched on, it's just a breezy movie. Yeah, You just kind of float through it. You're just like never bored, never super like stoked on a scene (laughs) coming up like too much. There is a couple, but like you're just like having a good time. And like you said, Aaron, like it is Roadhouse, but... It's a PG movie. Roadhouse right. is hard R, right. but like it carries this like it has this amalgamation of like the music, Stallone, like the little wimpy kid, uh, the ridiculous plot with the arm wrestling and the truck drivers, and it's like nothing's amazing, yeah. and yet like it all comes together into this amazing package somehow. Yeah, right. but exactly. nothing is great about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it exists in a world where when you read the synopsis, your first thing is like, did they really make this, or like, right. mm-hmm. is this really a about an arm wrestling competition right and then you put it on in every scene in the movie is like did they really do that yeah. is this really a movie and so it's a surprise and it's like a bad movie in so many ways but it's so important for me that it was created yes like it's absolutely. such a great like time capsule of a movie with these actors at that time 
and I'm so glad it was made. Yeah. And, and it's it, so good. Like you said about the synopsis, like how can you not be like, I need to see this movie when you hear like truck driver, child custody battle, arm wrestling movie. <laughs> like how can you not be like, yes, yeah. show me that movie. So this movie, uh, looking it up, it only made $16 million. It was one of his biggest flops that, that he's ever mm -hmm. had. And a lot of it has to do with this poster I'm looking at. It okay. is a super masculine, yeah. you know, Sylvester yeah. Stallone car crash truck hawk in the background. Like, this does not tell me this is a child custody movie at all, <laughs> right. which it really right. is. There's barely truck driving and arm wrestling. It's mostly a Kramer yeah. versus Kramer. Flick. Right. Yeah, arguably, like that. arguably it goes it goes child custody movie first, <laughs> yeah. then road trip truck driving movie yeah. and with a little bit of arm wrestling. Yeah. 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 That poster like today is just like, oh, he's a superhero. <laughs> Right, yeah. right. And like he kills a bunch of guys. Maybe he he's like a little a, rogue. Yeah. He's kind of a vigilante. He turns into a truck, possibly. Yeah. Or a hawk. Yeah, he's got like <laughs> hawk powers. It's yeah, it's like transform or no, animorphs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he can turn into a hawk. It looks like a bad uh, like romance novel. It really is. <laughs> oh, yes. for sure. Like it's yeah. not a photo of him. It's no. like a really bad drawing. Well, like a caricature and, almost. And the kid's a, not even in it. Like right. it's just alone in a truck and a hawk. <laughs> Well, if there wasn't the arm wrestling scene at the end, that whole part of it, it's not an arm wrestling movie yeah, at all. Right. Like, the yeah. only thing that makes it the arm wrestling movie is that whole chunk at the end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One of the things that I think keeps it so crisp is uh, you don't have a female lead role. You don't have any female roles, basically. They're, the only one yeah. is the, the dying mom. Yeah, the mom dies, and that's crucial into the whole custody battle situation. But in terms of Sylvester Stallone's char character, there is not one lead female in his life that like falls in love with him. There's no like kiss at the mm -hmm. end. This movie is 30 it's minutes the longer. Kid. The romance is him and the yeah, kid. It's, it's all right. about I want to be with son. you. I want to be with you yeah. too. You can sleep on my and shoulder. I know the mom's sick, but like, what a sad, mopey person. Jeez. <laughs> She's know. dying of cancer. I think no, it's no, cancer. No, no, it's heart disease. Is so it? Not, they say she has a heart condition. It reminded me of so much of what Kyle brought up in the Bad Boys podcast that we did when you talk about the the female in that one being annoyingly like vegan yes. and so like so critical of Martin Lawrence eating the bologna sandwich in that. And yeah. in this movie, it's for sure the kid. It is very much plays into like we were talking about when we were watching it. If it's a Sylvester Stallone movie, it's a specific type of masculine energy that's like projected onto the screen, right? So you right. have to have the kid starting out as a dweeby, health-obsessed, like, Poindexter, so that Sylvester Stallone can be like, what a fucking nerd, and, like, yeah. try to change him into, like, his view of, like, what a young man should be. There's something about Sylvester Stallone that is he doesn't have to be a good actor. No, he's and never been a technically no, good actor, and that's ever. Like, that's so encouraging to me, because... I'm not sure that the Hollywood landscape is the same way these days where somebody like that can create a career out of right. basically nothing. He just has his his magnetism. That's it. Just his charisma, which is, is little. But does but it's, he, though? No, but it's like a specific brand of charisma. Like, people argue that, like, he's just doing Brando in a lot of cases, right? Like, in Rocky, he's just doing that, like, Brando understated kind of, like, tough, dumb guy acting. But, like, that's just him. Speaking to how it's kind of a Roadhouse-esque movie, could Swayze have played this character? No. Absolutely. He would have to no. put on some muscle. See, I felt both of those emotions. I, dis about I it. completely disagree because Sway like, Swayze can't do the understated, even as Dalton, his best scenes are the ones where he's going for it and he's like overdoing it. And in the fights, in, you know, his, him just like losing it at Brad Wesley, like, those are the best scenes. The throat rip, like, all that stuff. Swayze's best moments are where he's overdoing it. 
I feel like. And this movie is so much more understated and so much more What's like, crazy in that reserved. He has that cool, quiet. Like, but Stallone's not cool in this. He's not cool. No, he's, he's not. supposed he's to a be nerd. a loser. Yeah, he's yeah. a dork. Like, <laughs> I absolutely think Swayze could have done it. You couldn't have had the same villains in the arm wrestling competition like Stallone's size in this I movie. I swear they're not very much different. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, the biceps alone, guys. The biceps are big. I think, Patrick I th- yeah. Swayze does not have biceps like that. No, he's more he's more like lean and cut. In Patrick Swayze's version, I feel like it would have to be like a specific weight class. Right. That he right. wins like the featherweight division of arm wrestling and not the he open He gets a round. clown car instead of a big rig. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's but I the think, prize. I think he does like Swayze in Point Break just has this like, you know. Yeah, mystique. Well, yeah, mystique. Right. And like Stallone kind of has that. Right. Yeah. But, the be- but again, <laughs> if we're going back to Point Break, the best Swayze parts is where he's going over the top where he's just like, nobody fucking move. Like yeah. that. And all that stuff movie, is just like, yeah. Yeah. Swayze. This could have used some of that. Like Stallone yeah. could have done a little bit more like. He punches unloading. a guy. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so the movie starts. And we're introduced to Sylvester Stallone as a truck driver, but the way that they do it is so romantic. Yes. The, it's again idealizing the like masculine yes. like salt of the earth. He makes machinery truck driving look so cool. So cool. And all of the scenery is always beautiful. It is. It is. And arguably in the whole movie. It's it, like it really the most is. glamorous view of truck driving ever the movie opens with one of many incredible songs that just makes you want to just pump your fists in the air just like yes yes <laughs> meet me halfway baby yeah. and i they, so am they do a thing that's great in a lot of 80s action movies of the song matching exactly what's going on exactly on exactly and this movie does a great job yeah. of that like the, yeah. the music is songs specifically tailored to yeah. what's going on on the screen during I that moment mm-hmm. yeah and the songs are are they're, ones that you can listen to the lyrics clearly yeah. right right because they're yeah. usually over montages or something and, else. Then yeah. and then they're always like anthemic in the chorus it's like the do 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 with right. the drums, and then it's like, <laughs> just like yes, yes. It's, it's so anthemic. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the opening made me really uh, have a lot of questions about truck driving in general that I don't know if you guys know, but maybe you can answer them. So the only well, thing that he let me owns, stop you. Pollard can answer them. Uh, we found him on Craigslist. Yeah, perfect. He is a self-described truck driving enthusiast. He's never driven one, um, but from what I understand, you have like truck driver simulator on your computer. And he's read several into. articles. I, yeah, I subscribe to most of the popular magazines that involve <laughs> trucking, truck driving quarterly. So I'm often truck reading the material. Yeah. I know what goes into okay. it. So so Lincoln Hawk as played by Sylvester Stallone, is the only thing he owns in his life his truck. Well, like, he's not just my truck. a truck. It's a hotel. It's yeah. A, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like he does... It's like, a gym. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's got everything. Like, where does he put the truck when he's not driving the truck for work? Well, not he just stays at... All he does stuff. is stay at truck stops. Eats at diners near... Tr- like he's, What an insane existence. Well, what it seems to me is because he's got the truck branded, right? Like, it's right. Hawk Trucking. And he's got his emblem on the front. So he's kind of a rogue truck driver. Mm, I would say most yeah. truck drivers belong to a company where they're given routes. He seems to be freelancing it a little bit. <laughs> so he bit. just well, stops the, at a, a manufacturing plant? Like, he trucking? somehow built up contracts to keep himself okay. busy. In which, the arm wrestling tournament, uh, he's in the independent truckers division. 
Yeah, he's an independent trucker. So, there you go. Which, got it. Got it. Okay. Can we get a full rundown of this division breakup? You've got, like, got <laughs> no, no, no. You've got the you've got the women's division, <laughs> yeah. the trucking division, and yeah. the independent trucking division. Yeah. Those, Those are the three. ones we know about. Yeah, if you're not a part of big trucking, you need yeah. to be in the independent no. trucking. Yeah, there was a Vegas locals division, right? But they didn't get to the semifinals, so we no, didn't really no. hear about him. Yeah. Um, but we know he's a trucker. Yeah. Yeah. And he misses his son's military academy graduation ceremony because it's more important for him to wash his truck right and and then get there and it's established that his son is like a weenie like a straight like straight laced weenie because when they celebrate everybody else throws their hats in the air and he doesn't because he doesn't want to get his hat dirty so he's 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 already yeah he's already established as a wet blanket Mm -hmm. piece of shit kid that nobody likes that's a great catch I <laughs> that's see what that you either. took like that's what i took away from he that. won't he throw sure. his hat so he's like a weenie yeah exactly. when i was watching it like they do the splicing of like him as a truck driver and then the ceremony and anytime the ceremony was on i kind of looked at my phone or something because okay. all i cared about was the truck yeah. driving so yeah. i missed that trucking. <laughs> i missed that well and that was true i think for slice alone because like i said it was more important for him to wash his truck than show up he shows up just late right and he's in the colonel's office the kids called into the office and the colonel informs him you're not you know taking the plane flight that you thought you were to get home um, to meet your grandfather uh, your mom has requested that your dad drive you home who he hasn't seen in 12 years to which the kid responds like what i have a dad like yeah. who's my dad can i see some id on this guy like yeah. a dick yeah he's the worst <laughs> yeah. and the colonel is very firm in carrying out mother's yeah, he demands is. And uh, he solidifies that, in fact, this kid, Michael, has to go home on the truck with his dad. Interesting that that's the colonel's responsibility of telling the kid yeah, where to go. Yeah, what a weird conversation. <laughs> it was weird. Like, here's your father. What? He's got, yeah, he's got a wedding photo with your mom. <laughs> that's right. He Therefore. brings a photo to sort of justify it a little bit. It was mom's wishes that they finally get a chance to sort of connect. Sly has been out of the picture for... The kid's entire ten, life. 10 years, 12 yeah. years. So we learn right off on this scene that she's a bad mom. This is something you tell him. You say, hey, I'm not going to make yeah. your ceremony. Your father, who I know you've never met before, yeah. he's going to be taking you home. Instead, he's ambushed by the colonel. It's yeah. right. a, a, little bit of, a little bit of front loading would have gone a long way. Yeah. Um, then we have the grandfather show up. Oh, He's no. very upset <laughs> when he finds out that he went home right. with his father. There's a clear distance between the grandfather and Sly Sloan's character. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid gets in the truck. There's some banter. They're sort of setting up this like kid is a weenie. Yeah. He's, he's a, a square. He's and, a disrespectful, pompous little shit. But he, but he, he like tries he's better to than be, everyone. But he tries to be so polite to everybody. He calls the lady ma'am, and he calls everyone sir, and then he says to Sly Stallone, "Your truck is disgusting." Yeah, so it's like yeah, yeah. Come on, and kid. then hey, we don't need to make small talk, but also let me keep talking. And yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. dude, make up your mind. Yeah, he's the Come worst. On. So they they get on their journey, um, and they're learning to figure out how to to be with each other. And they have their first stop at a restaurant bar, and this is where we're introduced to. To the kid being a nutrition nut, mm-hmm. he orders a tuna salad on whole wheat toast with spring water and, and lemon. lemon. Mm-hmm. He has to specify spring water. Yeah. It's because they have want, sparkling. I guess. Ugh. Also, I've never seen a place where I firmly couldn't decide, is this a dive bar that serves food or is it a restaurant that people are just drinking at? Like, this yeah. is, yeah. It, this I, is I, I, yeah. it was so 50-50 right. for me. And there were at yeah. least 100 people in this place. <laughs> yeah. It is packed. Packed. Um, there's a funny back and forth with the sketchy guy that approaches him, and this leads to a Smash challenge. Yeah, yeah. Smasher. You hawk? 
Yeah, he says, are you Hawk on the Smasher? I hear you're the man, or something like yeah. that. And he says, uh, don't believe everything you hear. And the guy says, I don't believe anything. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, I don't know what to think about this guy. I don't want to arm wrestle this guy. He's like, you better arm wrestle me right now. <laughs> well, they, you don't know it's arm wrestling. He's like, let's go. And you think they're going to fight initially on first viewing. Right. Like, oh, these guys are going to fight. For $1,000. Yeah. Yep. And then, they wa- and then they slowly walk to the arm wrestling arena that's also in the yeah, dive bar slash restaurant. Everyone in this universe, the most important thing in the world is arm wrestling. <laughs> exactly. You're at the bar, they have it you, set up. Yes. Yeah. You, you go to the competition, yeah. everyone It's broadcasted on TV. <laughs> well, I was yeah. going to say, this is a world where you know famous arm wrestlers just by sight. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. just like, that guy. Oh, I yeah. know yeah. him. Yeah. I've seen his picture on the arm wrestling yeah. quarterly magazine or whatever like yeah. it's insane it's the same way in the roadhouse universe everyone is prepared to stab you at yes. the moment's <laughs> yeah, notice right, right. this universe yeah, live, everyone's ready to arm wrestle they live in a crossover yeah. area gray area <laughs> of like just the perfect existence yeah. like yes. I, I just want to be in these worlds right there's but... no conflict resolution other <laughs> right. than this one method we have yep yeah. you get the first the first time you see uh sylvester stallone turn his hat backwards which yeah. we've all done oh yeah uh he, he just has that psyched expression on his face and then you see the main antagonist well one of the main antagonists of the movie he looks nuts when Stallone, Stallone oh like, yeah yeah, yeah he looks crazy yeah. uh, he does that really well but then you meet Bull Hurley who goes over to the kid and he's like is that your dad he says yes and he's like too bad and you're like I like this guy and he's so sweaty already <laughs> yeah Bull Hurley is sweating profusely for yeah, no reason they, they sweat a lot very fast yeah <laughs> he's got so much grease in this he's movie. got really cool shades on yeah and like later yeah. that doesn't seem like his character at all no. like I don't know if they rewrote it but like they p- portrayed him as this really cool like guy who also, also arm wrestles mm. and by the end he's like I arm wrestle I smash I hurt things like, yeah. it's like I know. drop trucks and I break arms <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just like like, I don't know if that was consistent. Right. So we arm wrestle Smasher. So we arm wrestle Smasher, he wins. We get the first little uh, over-the-top move. Yes. The close-up of the fingers going yeah. over the yes. thumb. And that's his that's his finishing move. Yeah, for yeah. those of you who don't know, arm wrestling is much more complicated than just a simple um, challenge of brute force. It's there not is about tec- strength. There is no. technique. Yes, absolutely. And going over the top mm-hmm. is Sly's mm-hmm. technique. Exactly. Um, you're introduced more to the grandfather and how... Um, Played by who, Aaron? Robert Loja. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic. He, he feels that he should be the father of this kid. R, as in Robert Loja. So, <laughs> so mom is dying, and there begins the uh, introduction of a custody battle. Mm-hmm. When mom dies, is the grandfather going to take him, right. who's been basically helping raise him. And who is super wealthy. Right. Has his own trucking Very company. well off. Yeah. The reason why this kid is in military school and has the opportunities he has, or is he going to you know, have a situation where maybe he can choose to live with his father? Mm-hmm. We got a little uh, exercise montage somewhere in there. The exercise montage is fantastic. Ugh. It's after the night where they stop and sleep in the truck. Yes. And he says... You could use my shoulder for a pillow yeah. if you want. He goes, where are we sleeping? I don't know. There's, there's, I don't see any hotel. Well, you know, a lot of truckers sleep in their truck. I thought we could sleep in the truck tonight, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I thought they were going to, like, go into the back and, like, lay down. And, no, like, have literally. Like, no, that's it. It's just, just sleep in the same just, seats they've been sitting yeah, in for hours. Yeah, we've been sitting here for eight hours. Okay, time for bed. <laughs> and they're both like, good night, good night, like, in five seconds. Yep. 
No yeah. pillows, no blankets. Windows down, which is a bad choice, I feel the like. The bugs that could just <laughs> <Yeah>. get in. <laughs> uh, and the next morning, you have this workout montage. I think the takeaway is like the kids starting to embrace right, the lifestyle. Sure. Well, you see them do the, the arm wrestling move yeah. in the montage. They're, they're Again, going, I, I asked myself, what does an arm wrestling workout look like? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, just arm wrestling, yeah. pretending mid-air. to arm wrestle in midair, I guess. Yeah. I was envisioning the, the, uh, the roll up one. You know, you. You have like the mm-hmm. weight no. and the bar, and you roll. Oh, up yeah, 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 yeah. oh right, right for the wrist, right. for the wrist strength. Yeah, but no, this is just them moving their arms back and forth. They do the uh, the uh, pull ups, I guess, or what do you? I guess that would be more of a row motion that they do on yeah, the truck yeah. on the, the grill, of, the truck, grill yeah. of the truck. Yeah, he's also got the pull down contraption <laughs> so that he can work out his arm wrestling. Right, which arm isn't in the first scene while he's the truck. driving. Yeah. I did want to point out. So in this movie, Robert Loggia is fifty-seven years old. <laughs> Which is insane. <laughs> and Sylvester Stallone is 41 years old. He looks great for so 41. So they're, they're 16 years apart. Yeah. And they look like they're 30 years apart. Yep. They do. So. Sly looks good. Sly looks great. Robert Loja looks terrible. <laughs> um, like Robert Loja would go on to live another 28 years after that movie came out. He Yeah, he went to the Wilford Brimley school yeah. of always being old. <laughs> yeah. Robert Loja really hates Sylvester Stallone for no other reason than he's a trucker, I guess. Right, there's not... No. It's never explained, never explained why he just tries to ruin Stallone's life well, in the whole movie. There is the drug dealing... But yeah, that wasn't but true. We don't know if that's it was true. a made-up lie that like right. he probably told the kids so that he didn't go looking for him. You know, it's You're the right. classic. It seems like the so obviously Sylvester Stallone's wife, the kid's mom comes from a very wealthy family and it's probably the classic like you're not good enough for our daughter kind of thing so we're just our daughter or his daughter because we never see his wife (laughs) yep nope that is the only female character in the entire movie yeah he doesn't have a wife yeah yeah Yeah, robert loja doesn't need a woman because he's got eight middle-aged guys (laughs) at his whim (laughs) including terry funk (laughs) including the funk man and we're talking about his robert loja bona juice Robert Loja is loaded and over the top. We're talking serious cash. You're goddamn right. And I bet you're wondering, how did Robert Loja get all that cash? So Robert Loja, how did you get all that cash? Robert Loja Bona Juice. That's right, the Robert Loja Bona Juice. This is some secret stuff. Tell them about the juice. The juice is what gives Robert Loja the edge. I'm only in my 50s in this movie. I look a lot older than that, but I'm in my 50s. Because I take Robert Loja Bona Juice. It both ages me and makes me rock hard. Harvested from the shamans of the Himalayas and their boners is Robert Loja's Bona Juice. You're goddamn right. Call me grandfather. I'll, all right. Uh, Call me grandfather. Okay. Uh, all right, grandfather. Well, now I forgot what I was going to say. I'll keep going. I, I got weirded out by the grandfather. We're talking thing. about Robert Loja boner juice. Right. Okay, I'm comfortable again now. Robert Loja's boner juice. This no, is- no, no. Not Robert Loja's boner juice. It's just Robert Loja boner juice. Okay. All right. Let's start this again, grandfather. Thank you. Robert Loja boner juice. Where's Terry Funk? Um, there's a scene where the kid calls out his father, and, and several scenes where he calls and, out his father, and yeah, he the tells first him forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, he tells him there's more to life than muscles. And he's like, "Where's your books in here? Like, yeah, you I, don't got like, any books, right?" He doesn't let him listen to music. Calls him illiterate, and he says, "You're just on a lower social scale." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very. So, yeah. When they go into the bar diner that we talked about, he's like, hey, "What do you think?" And he's like. 
I never did like the Zeus, sir. Just like a yeah. bitch. Yeah, it's the worst. The worst. Like yeah. any chance he gets to open his mouth, he makes sure that you don't like him. Yeah, he's a spoiled brat. But again, like that doesn't for me. It didn't take anything away from the movie. I like that it's an annoying kid. So, so he's kind of fed up <laughs> with being called out, and he says, "You think that's all there is to truck driving? Is just like brute muscles and no brains? Yeah. Like wow. you give this a shot." And he gets the kid to drive he his... He picks it up relatively quickly. He does yeah. pick it up relatively. He's like, ah, oh, you just put it in the clutch. For and a 12-year-old? Yeah. yeah. I, I know the truck's swerving, but my right. arms aren't big enough to actually right. overcorrect Yeah, when here. he's like, put the put the clutch all the way down, he's literally putting all of his weight into it. And yeah. barely Maybe this wasn't super easy, but four years from now, when it's time for me to learn how to drive, I'm pretty sure I can pick this up. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. when it's, it's played out later, right? Because he steals right. the truck from the house, and so he's, there's a life lesson from yeah, dad that's put yeah. We get another truck stop diner. Yeah, and this is where he challenges the like Billy Idol looking arcade kid. Mm -hmm. Those are some very that, interesting. That might have been kids. Billy Idol. He was extremely <laughs> old have, looking. His name's for sure Snot. Yeah, or Spike. <laughs> yeah. Spike or Snot. Yeah, yeah. mucus. He, <laughs> so Sly Stallone challenges the kid on behalf of his son to an arm wrestling yes. competition on the Which is pinball super machine. aggressive when you're just trying to like ingratiate yourself to your kid. Yeah, exactly. To be like, oh, no, it's fine. You got you got big heart. You can win. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I know you're a big yeah. little guy, a big guy, but like, you're going to yeah, win. I ripped, off, I ripped off your sleeve. I win. saw hey, your guns. Hey. And he sets up very, like, clearly they explain that it's supposed to be a best of two out of three. Right, so which, they can have the one loss, yeah. the pep talk, yeah. and then yeah, the two it, wins. They should have, you know, gone back to the end of the movie and done the double, double elimination, elimination yeah. not best two out of three. It's the it's double elimination. <laughs> But, okay, so watching this scene, we all realize that all of these kids are super weird looking. Like, they they oh all fall God. into that category of, like, are they 13 or are they 30? Yep. They've just got those weird faces, especially the kid on the right or yeah. on, the, on the left of uh, Snot or Spike or whatever this kid is. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's insane. I couldn't, like, when we brought it up, yeah. I couldn't take my eyes off of him. I couldn't head. take my eyes off of him either. <laughs> yeah. Like, that kid looks so, like, we haven't done the research to actually figure out how old this guy was but it was it was really hard to he tell he could have been 28 and i feel like what they did is the guy on the other side like was a little kid so it's like yeah oh you're here to make sure that these guys look like they're kids but they don't <laughs> right. look like kids at Not all these at other all. two no. it was insane so but, he wins no he loses the first round he cries he like a loses. bitch outside says you wanted me to get embarrassed yeah this guy sucks yeah and then he goes back in after so after the pep talk he gets like, a pep doesn't talk. matter if you win or lose you yeah. just gotta play the game it's you know? very, <laughs> no it's very important that yeah. there's a pep talk um and that leads it the one of the lines that's repeated over the movie and in the music and then in the song yeah the world don't mean nobody halfway yeah. 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 We get in both of the next arm wrestling matches with the kid, he does the Stallone over the you top. Know, re the and yeah. just fucking over. Which means it's not a difficult move to learn or pick up. No. It's, or, it's not a move. It's yeah. just a device a so that the audience yeah. can be like, ooh. He's doing it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure when you do that, you lose all of your grip. So you're right. very vulnerable. Right. It's, it's like close. you can yeah. definitely take yeah. them yeah. down now. You don't have the other four fingers <laughs> like helping you. Yeah. Plus, I think <laughs> I'm not an arm wrestling expert. I was a truck expert. I thought you said you were... Both. But if you're going to put your hand over the top, 
to me, that gives you like a more vertical force. You can do more of a pulling motion that way, I feel like. I, I could see that, but I think that if you're, if you wanted to lower the like center of gravity of where the force is, you have like less to travel in order to get the opponent's hand down. The kid uh, is stoked. Yeah. Like he wins now. Um, He's beaten the like 15 year olds, and Sylvester Stallone goes, All right, let's go call mommy. They call mom. He's excited. Mom's very sick. <laughs> That was yeah. that's a really weird transition in the movie because you're like stoked you get to hear him talk to mom and then it cuts over to a scene of mom who is pale as a ghost. It's the only scene I like the kid in. He was like five six and so was like no he's bigger. Yeah. He's five nine. Yeah. Like, no bigger than that. He's like he's a monster. And yeah. it was like he's like Gideon. It's like all right you're like kind of cool again. Mm-hmm. Someone just taught him to like embellish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. stories. <laughs> right. Yeah, Lady <lady-a> mother. <laughs> so while Hawk kind of have his has his uh, back turned in the phone booth, the kid gets kidnapped mm-hmm. and it's uh, grandfather's goons mm-hmm. that are attempting to steal his son back mm-hmm. from him. Seems There's, very legal. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just kind of a weird approach. First of all, why does this guy have henchmen? I feel like when you're that wealthy, you have to have henchmen. There is a security team at the estate mm-hmm. that he just turns into like vigilante henchmen. Well, yeah, it well, yeah. it's it's the Roadhouse universe of Brad Wesley, why is he like trying to get his pockets and all these locals? Yeah. Like the bad guy, rich henchman thing, it just yeah. works. It does. Like, it does. It shouldn't work, but it does. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. The henchmen yeah. are literally the same as in Roadhouse. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Funk is yeah. one of the henchmen. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and they're all like the dad, 40 year old guys with mustaches right. that are like too old and not in shape. And they're right. just, they're bad guys in general. Yeah. They get away for like a minute. Right. Stallone's being beat up by the other henchmen at the diner still you're led to believe that he hops in his big rig starts it like those things take a minute to get going yeah, yeah. and then to actually build up the speed to catch them like those guys are gone um all this is just them building the relationship for the son and the father you know they're going through some stuff together um they're getting closer they finally reach the hospital a little but. too late. Yeah. They're a little Ooh. too late. Just as slight. is bad bite. Yeah. yeah. Just as. The kid being reunited with his <laughs> dying mom. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's just as, just as Hawk was just too late to the uh, the military graduation mm-hmm. ceremony, um, they pull up to the hospital and the mom slash wife. Yep. They don't ever say ex-wife. No. They he still call says, each other honey. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Has passed away that afternoon. If maybe he had just not done a couple of arm wrestling matches, maybe <laughs> yeah, they, they would have got there so in time. so much goddamn time exercising <laughs> by the side of the road with their weird calisthenic routine. Yeah. So the kid's obviously distraught, runs out crying, and catches a cab on his own? Yep. Immediately. As soon as he says taxi, one the appears. taxi's right there. <laughs> Does he have a credit? Is... He has to have a credit card or something. He's able to do so many things in this movie. He probably get has into so cash many places. and he's very responsible with like his, he knows it's like an emergency cash. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. He's been saving it for years. Yeah, right. Do you know who my grandfather is? He's Robin Loja. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the, um, the funeral. Where the he's also scene. late to the funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stallone just can't get dressed in time for anything. <laughs> Did you guys? And as a truck driver, that's a really bad trait he's to have. He's late to his son's graduation <laughs> and his wife's I know you funeral. needed these bananas two weeks ago, but they're here. I know yeah. they're all brown. Yeah. But yeah, there was got... a really good arm wrestling match in Memphis <laughs> I had to get to. 
Yeah, but also, if you're going to show up late, blend in a little better. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> right. He comes in late, makes a scene, is underdressed, and it's Where, two yeah. big important yeah. events in his life. Doesn't say anything. Like, this could no. have been a moment for him to, like, connect with his son and talk about, like, his relationship with his wife that, like, you know, went bad. Would have been a nice like, time to try to mend fences with Robert Loggia. Exactly. Like, yeah. look, exactly. we both lost someone we love. Yeah, let me like, go up there and just yeah. tell you how much I loved and your daughter. Like, said he makes a scene, drops the flowers, and walks away. <laughs> All right, I'll like, see you later. Yeah, that was yeah. fucking weird. Uh, also, <laughs> that guy? Where does he keep his clothes? In the truck, you know. But, like, where in the hey, truck? In the back of the truck. There's where does literally he keep, one, yeah, where does one he keep anything? area got, in the truck. I got a couple nice shirts. You know, both got, of them are denim. But, I got two nice shirts, and like I got this whole arm wrestling workout little thing. I don't know books, you know. No, I lift the books from my arms. So it's clear that the kid is now back into custody with the grandfather. Not legally, but yeah, he, he's for the time there. being. Yeah. yeah, I like that the kid that Mike addresses Robert Loja as grandfather. Yes, there's right. no grandfather. grandpa, granddad, whatever. It's grandfather. Yeah, yeah. which None I can't that. tell. Do we think Loja demands that, or you think that Mike Absolutely. is such a bitch that that's what he? It could go either way. Like, all that matters in this kid's life is decorum. Like he's in military school. Uh-huh. His oh, grandfather, yeah. yeah, Pollard appreciates it. Big yeah. decorum guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we have the truck into the grandfather's estate scene. Right. And just uh, a cool scene, but also just creates so many problems. Like, why? Yeah, it's know. just very aggressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, he shows up at the gate and he's not let in. It's and insane. Because at- also, he so he goes to jail after this. Right. But, like, he should be going to prison yeah. for, like, attempting to murder yeah. like, these people oh, with his yeah. truck. So he's arrested. He's in jail. Uh, he's presented with a couple of options. Mm-hmm. And basically, the lawyers tell him they want you to leave the state. And if you leave the state, we won't prosecute. And so he comes to this crossroads, for lack of a better term. Right. He's got to leave. He also signs over custody, right? Isn't and that well, where he and signs the deal is like the kid has a choice. Do I want to go with dad and leave or do I want to stay with grandfather? And the kid <laughs> makes the choice. Uh, I'm going to stay. Right. And so then he signs over custody and he's he's off. So the only thing that Hawk has to look forward to now is the Las Vegas arm wrestling competition that was uh, mentioned earlier. In their first like diner run in, Bull Hurley with Bull Hurley. Yep, see you there's, in Vegas. Yeah, there's like a see you in Vegas. And he so sells his truck for seven thousand dollars, which 000. he got hosed on. Yeah, and then uses that to bet on himself with twenty to one. Twenty odds. to one, which is on yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's what life is all about. You always gotta bet on yourself. You know? <laughs> Yeah. They refer to him as the newcomer, and they mentioned how many people were in it. I think it was 500. It was 500 competitors. <laughs> Holy shit. So if there's 500 competitors and he's like the clear underdog, he's getting higher than 20 to 1 odds. But also, It's got to be like 100 to 1 so at least. So they do a really yeah. bad job of that, in my opinion, because in the first scene with Smasher or whatever, it's like, are you Hawk? Like, yeah, like, like everybody got, knows him. Uh, he's got a reputation. Right. This guy is like crushing. Well, that's just in the trucking division. Yeah. yeah, within the trucking division, he's uh, yeah, he's got some pull. But as far as like the league as a whole, yeah. Uh, but it's a huge event. There are a lot of people showing up to this. Yeah. The crowd is interesting. Independent trucking is just one category mm-hmm. of competitors. Right. Don't forget about the, the ladies. Yeah. I like how he weighs in. Like why? Because I think he always. This is something about Stallone is they always inflate his height and his weight in every movie. So like instead right. of him seeming like he's five six and like hundred and fifty pounds, <laughs> yeah. he's like six feet and like hundred and ninety pounds. It's hundred and ninety on the yeah. scale. 
like they have to show it. But it's it's just interesting to note that between the scene where he arm wrestles Smasher in the diner and the Vegas scene, it's about 50 minutes of the movie have gone by in between those. So it's like, again, there's not very much arm wrestling in this, even though the arm wrestling is like the crux of the movie. And he never turns into a hawk. So he's, uh, you know, sold everything he has and is putting, he's all in on this competition. Meanwhile, his son, he finds the letters. Yeah. So it's Mike referred Hawk. to relatively easily. Yeah, yes. it's it's referred really to are. earlier. He <laughs> asked his dad, like, why didn't you write me any letters? He said he did. Uh, he finds the letters and he knows how to drive now. He breaks out of the house, steals a truck. He and jumps s- off the balcony. <laughs> right. Which Does is a he great do it? scene because it's stuntman Kenny and Doso doing the jumping off the balcony. <laughs> it's very clearly, <laughs> clearly not a twelve year old boy. It's clearly a tiny twelve. It's clearly not a boy. It's clearly a tiny forty Filipino year old. Man. Yeah, forty year old Filipino man. <laughs> and his name is Kenny and Doso. Yeah, yeah. I love when he. I am Kenny. I love when he gets to the airport and the guy's like, "You can't park here," and he just tosses the keys at him, like, "Take it, it's yours." And yep. it's not like, like you Whoa. can't drive because you're a kid. It's <laughs> yeah. like, no, you can't park here, yeah. sir. Yeah, juxtaposed against his dad selling his only possession, his home, his gym yes. for seven grand. Absolutely. And you're chucking the keys to like a really nice truck that's like for sure fifteen grand. Right. Yeah. It's just like, why isn't this working? Yeah. Why you have all the money? Yeah. He wants you in his life yeah. like yeah. why can yeah. you just find a happy medium there's another here? solution besides <laughs> yeah, the whole like putting giving it all cars away worth three times yeah. as much as your big rig it's so insane. so they explain the kind of competition well actually he goes to the airport takes a plane yeah and then takes another like i think a taxi Automobile. or maybe yeah. he steals Train. another car who knows um, but they get he gets to the arm wrestling competition mm-hmm. to see Sylvester Stallone, and they explain the rules of this arm wrestling competition. And I'm kind of confused on it. Is it a single elimination? Or uh, no, is no, it, no. It's okay. actually a double elimination. It's double. So what does that mean? Yeah. So it means you can lose twice. I didn't catch that. They said that like explicitly. <laughs> they said that. They said it. Uh, yeah, they said it a few times actually. Because oh. I was wondering, like, because Stallone loses. No, in no, one no, of them. So not, I was like, wait, like, why isn't he out? If you lose, you're out. In this scenario, if you lose, you're still alive and you have another chance. To but compete. there's a scene where we see Bull lose, right? Yeah, yeah that's the final. But, but we must have seen one before because it's double elimination, right? right? right. Uh, I don't know if that applies to the finals. The finals, oh, the not finals double elimination. elimination. Okay, but before oh, that, it's before that, it's double, double, it's double, double elimination. elimination. So <laughs> Stallone loses the one to uh, John Grizzly. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. uh, in the semifinals, and he's still alive though because it's double elimination. Is, double elimination. Is right. the mankind of arm wrestling just yeah. <laughs> willing to put his body on the line for yeah. any type of like? He bites like excitement. a beer bottle right before or something. Dude, he swallows a cigar. Oh he's smoking yeah. a cigar. He swallows. Does he it really? Yeah. Before the gasoline. first one, and then he drinks gasoline in yes. the second match, and it's like. That's why you lost. Your right. insides are being torn <laughs> up right. by yeah. this gasoline you just chugged. Yeah, you're gonna die no, it literally added fuel to the fire of his cigar <laughs> yeah. that he swallowed. Yeah. 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 Oh. And it's like, no wonder you lost the second match, dude. Like, that's the only explanation I have because he lost or right. he beat Stallone the first just time. Just imagine so like, him shitting out that cigar and like the gasoline. <laughs> now that's a spicy oh. meatball. Like, oh. So they get him down to the, the top 32 and yep. then the top eight, and we're in the semifinals and they start using these like interviews it turns yes. into an arm wrestling documentary yeah. which is it's crazy great. for no great. reason out of There's, nowhere you break the fourth wall and they're yep. all just talking to the camera and about- what doesn't work about it is Stallone gets interviewed yes 
Everyone like, else makes sense. If he works. doesn't get interviewed, it's like, oh, they're trying to give us an insight into like the arm wrestling world and like yeah. these guys that he's going to face. But then Stallone gets on there and it's just like a bumbling oh, idiot. I don't, give a word, I don't know. The uh, money, I don't know. Like the, the truck. truck. Yeah. I like the the. The truck is important to me, yeah. not the, the money, you know, yeah. but it's the truck. It's I like, like the truck wait, what is happening now? Like, it's very confusing. Yeah. But if they had just removed Stallone, it would have kind of worked right. in the yeah. pool. A the little cr- bit. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd's going bananas. Michael's trying to find Stallone or something. Yeah. And all the henchmen are chasing this kid around this yeah. event. And no one seems no to one notice. No a problem with these. Yeah, they're under the tables. They're running through the crowds. Pursuing yeah. this child. Stallone loses the one match. We're reminded again immediately. Like, before and right after he loses it, this is in fact double elimination. See, I didn't catch. That's why I was confused. And then so it is uh, double I'm convinced that didn't happen. And <laughs> somehow Bull is less sweaty in the final competition the than yeah. in the diner, <laughs> yeah. where he was just sedentary and just like yeah. and standing in a diner. So how is he not sweating? <laughs> yeah. hardcore. You know, he's glossy, but he is way worse in the yeah, diner. He's drenched. Yeah. They're doing all the stock shots of the crowd, and it's just this full gamut of civilization yeah, celebrating. Old single women, yes. Uh, Karen, men with mullets, men yeah. with mustaches, yeah. older women, Every younger women, ethnicity and yeah. age demographic Everyone's is represented. <laughs> we all love arm wrestling. We can all come together as and much, agree on yeah. as arm much wrestling. as in Roadhouse. Everyone knows Dalton is the best bouncer. Everyone knows <laughs> arm wrestling is all that matters. It can unite Stallone the world. Is just the the epic match. So so we get the scene where Robert Loja. Makes uh, Stallone an offer. Yeah, Terry Funk gets him. Yeah, and he gets his first line. Does of he the get movie. him? Oh, well, he, he goes, brings him up. He, he doesn't get him. He get, the guy <laughs> wants Mr. to talk Mr. to you. Mr. Cutler wants to talk to you. Yeah, and yeah. then they meet in the presidential suite. How does that guy get that room Which, so that fast? That presidential suite has like a really sick palm tree print. So he offers him five hundred thousand dollars, which is five times the purse of the event. Yes, the prize at the arm wrestling event is a Which, truck. Like, it's amazing yeah. how much arm wrestling and trucking <laughs> crossover there is yeah. in the world, and I never knew. That. I'm surprised they haven't had another. The fact movie. that the, the yeah. prize for this competition is a a semi truck is. It's a semi truck, yeah, but and they a, do have an independent trucker division, so it does. Well, make I get a it, but it's not clearly established that this is a truckers arm wrestling competition because it's not. It's the arm wrestling championships, yeah. but right. the prize is a semi. Right, <laughs> right. It's like yeah. who? If I won that, I'd be right. like, I don't know what to do with it this. Would be, I don't want this. I'd right, put it on right. eBay immediately. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it would be like having a like some other kind of like small fringe sporting event, and the prize is like a drum set. Where it's yeah, like, exactly. okay, cool. Like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, I mean, you can only get like seven grand for a big rig these days. I guess. <laughs> well, it's not that big of a deal. They say it's a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar truck, yeah, and it's a hundred thousand dollar cash prize. And you're thinking to yourself, like, maybe you just give me five hundred dollars, five hundred thousand dollars cash. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, but also the fact that like a brand new truck is two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and Stallone's like slightly used truck is seven thousand. It's just like the depreciation on those things is awful. Right? Like it's why never even? Be that's close horrible. To no, again. God. As soon as he left that competition, it was worth like one hundred ninety thousand. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but so so Robert Loja gives him the offer. He says five hundred thousand dollars plus a brand new truck and just stay out of our lives. And Pretty like, good deal. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't know that yet that Michael's there to see him. No. So at that point, it's just like, why well, not just be like, sure. Yourself, you know? yeah. yeah, why not? But and Terry he, Funk, yeah. we finally get the confrontation. Yeah, Mr. Cutler Terry is talking Stallone. to you. Oh, so Stallone alphas Funk so hard. Yeah, 
he punches window. him once and then kicks him through the window yeah. or whatever. And it's just like, well, that wasn't the fight I thought it was going to be. <laughs> no, no, like, no. Uh, you had a great opportunity yeah. to make this like a really insane fist yeah. fight. Like, and then he goes down and he's beaten and you're like, is he going to win? He just got fucked yeah. up upstairs. Yeah, I'm done but talking. instead, yeah. it's like he just kicks him through the window and that's yeah. it. Terry down goes F- Funk. Terry Funk got fired. Like, yeah. Robert Lowe's just like, get out. Like, yeah. you know, you're was, a bleeder. That was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> he returns to the competition. Exactly. We get to the final four. Yep. Hawk wins. Hurley wins, mm-hmm. and uh, he's taking a break, sitting by the side, and then he's reunited with his son for one last pep talk before the final match. Right. The refs seem to be fixing it a bit. I don't think there's enough refs. I think that's the issue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. like seven. Right. We get we get to the finals, the, the, and they they start announcing it. And they're like, "Here come the refs," and it's a parade of referees for this arm so wrestling many final. Referees. It's crazy. And and we talked about this at the time that they get to the finals. There's 500 people in this yeah. arm wrestling event. Yeah. They've gone through at least 20 to 30 matches yeah, by that all point. all day long at arm wrestling. Oh, my God. It's so not It's not a two-day event, right? It's like a one-day No, it thing. should be. The kid is able to give him and reciprocate the pep talk that he gave yep. to him earlier. The kid goes, nobody means you halfway. You it, does, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. Can we cut to the interview of Stallone where he talks about his hat? You see, when I turn my hat around, I change. I feel like a truck and I can go vroom, vroom. <laughs> but when it's forwards, truck go bye-bye and I'm just Hawkman again. <laughs> okay. Nailed it. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like Hawk's about to lose. We get a lot of yeah. great slow motion stuff. It's like a two-minute arm wrestling match. Hawk comes out on top, slams the hand down. He does the... He pulls the over-the-top yeah, move. Fingers over the thumb. And it's like, why don't you just start with that? Does it have to be a finishing move if you just... Yes. It's like a throat rip. That's exactly. what I mean. It's, yeah, it's just <laughs> a signal that, like, yeah. this is insane. Yeah. But it doesn't actually work in practicality. Right. Yeah. When, they're, when their hands are, like, yeah. strapped together... And then Hawk wins. He raises that hand, and so there's this like awkward like where they're holding hands where together. they're both raising their <laughs> hands, and it would be like this. Weird, oh, let me like get this. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, sorry, dude. Good match. Like, let me yeah. get this, and then raise your yeah. fist. But instead, it's just him. So like, like they right. both won. <laughs> Robert Loja's hanging on to Michael at this point, and he's just like, "All right, we'll watch this competition, and then you're coming and home with me." And then you're coming. But home. then Hawk wins, and he's like. All right, go with your dad. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was part of the. There's no, his offer, di- there's or? no dialogue. There's just like a clear few shots of the grandfather like nodding in approval, right. that are kind of like, well, I guess he changed his mind through winning the arm wrestling <laughs> game. Father and son leave in the brand new prize awarded big rig. Yep, and uh, they joke about starting their own company. Hey there, five GFA fans. Working that nine to five job can be a real man eater, huh? If you've lost that loving feeling for boring co-workers in a small cubicle, then I've got an offer for you that would make even Sarah smile. Hall & Loads. That's right, Hall & Loads. A crowdsourced trucking company owned by Daryl Hall and John Oates. To play on words because their band was called Hall & Oates, and the trucking company is called Hall & Loads. It's like Uber, but for trucking, and with none of the sexual assault charges yet. Just download the app, and also purchase a several hundred thousand dollar big rig. And you're in, rich girl. You'll get a notification on the app when a freight delivery near you is ready to be hauled across the country. Make sure you have a clean record, though, because all of our truck drivers are thoroughly vetted through private eyes. If you're thinking to yourself, I'd like to be my own boss and all, and get out and see the country, but I'm worried about leaving my significant other at home, well, don't worry, because she's gone. She's gone! Sign up with Haul and Loads today, and you'll also receive our free truck driver-approved music playlist. I think Kiss is on that list. Haul and Loads. 
now part of the Independent Truckers Division of the National Arm Wrestling Federation. Let's start with some categories. Ooh. Let's start with Bessie and I Saw. Pollard, what was the best scene you saw in Over the Roadhouse Top? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The best scene I saw was a very small one. We mentioned it already. And it's the workout montage scene Mm. in the morning. That's um, some good smut. After they sleep in the truck (laughs) overnight. It's really the cementing of this relationship between father and son. And what I love is when the music plays and you sort of have that like sunrise backdrop it transitions to them like having conversations on the road, but like you can't hear any of the dialogue. But you could tell they shot it with dialogue. Like if you're filming somebody talking and you're going to plan to include it in a montage, you're not doing a close up on their face talking. Mm-hmm. It just looks weird when right. someone's mouth is moving right. and you don't hear what they're saying. And that's the main thing in the shot. But it yeah. is like a very like back and forth medium shots of the two characters having a conversation, but you have no idea what they're saying. Ah, there's so many good montages in the film. That's yeah. just one I have to In pick. that scene, um, it looks like Michael's or Mike, whatever, is being way more agreeable with Stallone than he is during the previous dialogue. Yeah. Like he's understanding or what he's any saying other and scene. embracing it, and it's yeah. like super out of character. No, yeah, no, they like have super receptive. They have come together yeah. in that scene. Great team. Yeah, and it's right after the implication. We have the. Uh, yeah, you can it's directly sleep on my after shoulder. when they go to bed in the truck. Yeah. And, that's, uh. So that's in my best scene I saw was. <laughs> The whole arm wrestling at the diner scene into the uh, the sleeping in the truck, that mm-hmm. scene into the kids' arm wrestling scene, that whole it's stretch. It's a great stretch, yeah. yeah. Great stretch. It was really because fun. Because they do stretch. And it's scene. fun. Yeah. They do stretch. It includes the arm wrestling, which isn't included in much of the other part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, them on the road is a good dynamic. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go along with that. I personally like the first introduction of the arm wrestling scene when... Uh, Mike and Stallone are at the diner, and then Smasher comes up. You hawk? I said, are you hawk? What can I do for you? I'm the Smasher. It's nice name. Now, all I've been hearing on the road lately is this hawk is a man to beat. I can't believe everything you hear. I don't. I don't believe anything. Smasher. I got a thousand that says I could tear your arm off. Want it? Yeah, yeah. Go on. He's trying to back out. I said, you want it? Why not? All right, let's get this table ready. Let's go. Come on. I want to show this guy something. Come on. Break his arm. Is he gonna fight that guy? Come on. Talk again, Mike. Where are you going? She's like, you hawk, and they, you, you just get so much in that scene. You get Mike being a little dweeb and complaining about the food. Uh, you get the introduction of Stallone's hat going backwards, mm-hmm. the over-the-top uh, finger movement, and then uh, you get the introduction to Bull and him being like this uh, kind of imposing figure. Yeah, and if you take that scene out of the movie... The very ending, little, very the little arm wrestling. doesn't make any sense right. now. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. There's been no arm wrestling. Yeah. There's no over the top move. Yeah. It's like that one scene establishes the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. like in a certain sense. Pivotal, pivotal. The best scene I saw, I'm gonna go with just the very cold open 
uh, truck driving, Stallone, just being introduced. You get the mountain town and, like, these beautiful vistas. But you get the music that is just, like, literally from the opening moment. Like, that's how the movie starts. And I'm just pumping my fist. Like, yes. I'm just like, let's go. I love this. We don't know anything about the movie. I'm just amped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You right. could so in. You could tell it was like they had a formula. It was we're going to yep. have this type of music. Yeah. We have the truck driving like ruggedness persona mm -hmm. and we have the athletic like event that we're building up to. And they just play off of those throughout the whole thing, but you get it right in the beginning. Yeah. And so you guys are mentioning this first scene in the bar. And this is my Pappas Bad Bite Award, uh -huh. is they order two tuna sandwiches on oh. whole wheat bread and a like water with lemon. We never see them eat it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And outside of, what's the arm wrestler's name that's like... Smasher? No, the Bull one... John yeah. Grizzly? Grizzly. Mm -hmm. Outside of Grizzly eating a cigar... And correct me if I'm wrong, and chugging gasoline. Uh -huh. No, you're not never, wrong. We never see anyone eat any food in the whole movie. You're right. Yeah. To add on to that, Pappas's bad bite is first, Stallone is like, oh, we gotta go to this restaurant. They got the best steaks, the best. Yeah. Not only do they not get the steaks yeah. and get the tuna melt instead, and it's just like, all right, well, at yeah. least they get the tuna. But then you don't even see them eat that. So yeah, it's like, it's just like yeah. all these uh, kind of like tempting foods where it's like, I need to see somebody eat. And it's like, all right, at least, well, they're not getting a steak, but at least we get to see something. Yeah. And it's just like, bam. They go to diners play. multiple times and no one eats. Yeah. <laughs> well, going on what you uh. said, it's, yeah, it's frustrating. We don't see anyone eat, but the bathroom stuff, I love in movies when we see someone shit. Yeah. You don't get to see that in this movie. And that was a real yeah. problem for me. It would have been a nice father-son moment for them to shit yeah. together and yeah. then like, hold hands underneath the stall. And then you have the music, meet me well, halfway. Yeah. Well, in the montage of them exercising by the side of the road, if there's one of just them peeing into like <laughs> yeah. over the sunset, you see their yeah. shadow. Yeah, they're peeing over the top of the mountain. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's the movie. There's a missed Hello. opportunity when they don't like go to a truck stop and have to use the porter potty. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Sylvester Stallone's like, hey, this is how you do it. This is life on the road. And the kid would be like, oh, what? Where's, like, the, the moist He, like, toilets? doesn't know how to pee in Where's the, the bidet? I can't go. Yeah, like, oh, I'm, yeah. like, much more high class than you. They yeah. missed yeah. that opportunity. Let's move on to how do you do that? How do you do what you do to me? I'm feeling blue. Wish I knew how you do it to me. But I haven't a clue. Brandon, how do you do that? We talked about this while we were watching it. Arm wrestling seems to be less about how much strength you have and just kind of more about your overall mass. Or like heart. Maybe? Yeah, arguably your <laughs> yeah, heart. How and, bad do you want it? And the position <laughs> yeah. of your hat. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also but, very important. But my how do you do that is how, like honestly, looking at Bull and Stallone. Bull has at least 100 pounds on Stallone. At least. At least. There's no way, as much as Stallone trains in his truck with his yeah. little weightlifting device. After his arm injury. After his arm injury, right. <laughs> After There's he's no way. 12 rounds with There is men. absolutely no way that he defeats Bull in the end. Because, again, it's just about sheer size. So, uh, how did he win? My how did he do that is exactly the same, but different. It's, uh, <laughs> how did Mike win? That arm wrestling fight with the big ass yeah. adult kid. It's not like yeah, every it's not Spike. every arm wrestling scene in the movie. Billy you're just Idol. like that dude's way bigger. He's gonna get smoked, and it's like nope. He just goes outside. He mopes for a minute. He comes back in. Does the thumb move? Yeah, and you get his little scrawny ass arm next to these like you know 
Like Mike we said, couldn't beat any of those kids. No. no. Oh my alone. god, no. Let alone the alpha of the crew. Yeah, who's just like, like, you got heart, kid. You got this. You're kid, my kid. <laughs> to the good. point that that kid looks genetics. like he's, he's super old and weird. He's got like the <laughs> muscle veins going in his arm. Like, yeah, he's at, for sure at 12 on years something. old. There's yeah. a lot of there's he, a huge variance of kid's size and physical development. We're like. That kid's way bigger. They position this or, kid, yeah. the the snot guy or mm-hmm. mucus, as like he beats up kids Lucas for the fun. Mucus. Like yeah. this guy only lives to fuck shit up. <laughs> like that's it. Like it's not a fair fight. Small animals, younger like, kids. Like Brandon yep. said, his son that's like arm wrestling him doesn't throw his cap in the air. He's just like a by the book bitch. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how did Mike travel around so easily? Well, uh, we kind of talked about it, but. He, like, he learns how to drive so quickly, which he I did. wasn't that comfortable driving until I was, like, 18, He maybe. did ride a dude you know? buggy once. He did, yeah. <laughs> That's true. So the car, he steals the car, drives to the airport, gets a plane ticket, gets to Vegas, gets to the event, find, like, what? Oh. Well, all the, all, how did he the do that? all the employees around him are just like, ah, oh, an unaccompanied minor. This yeah. is fine. Sure, son. Here's your ticket. Yeah, at the end Enjoy of the, Vegas. Right. At the end of the movie, you know, they're like panning away, and he's like, hey, Dad, can I drive next time? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you can drive in the next one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's we're like, partners. It's like, yeah, you were equal partners, so I guess. Yeah. And it's like, no, you can't drive next time. This is a... Very large, very expensive yeah. piece we of machinery. We are a reputable business here. Yeah. Let's move on to that, that had, had to hurt. hurt. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. Kyle, that had to hurt. Just Mikey's mom entire arc. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know, she has to spend the last few days of her life alone. Yeah. Her father doesn't come to see her. Mikey, yeah. like. I get the impression that, like, she didn't want her son to see her, like, suffering Mm -hmm. and being sick. But also, like, that's a big sacrifice to make, to be like, I know you don't know your dad, but, like, the last few days of my life, I want you to go along with him on a trip. I don't mind dying alone. Yeah, I'd love to hug you and kiss you and say I love you, but, like... You know, it's more important for your future that you do this with your dad. Does she know that she's going to die? I don't think so. I think you have to know at that point. Because no, it's about the surgery is in a few days. That's the Do plan. they say she's having yeah. surgery? Mm-hmm. And oh. they say like, oh no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Brandon, that had to hurt. Uh, we touched on this, the arm wrestling competition. That had to hurt to do like, again, like 20 to 30 matches in one day. Just the amount of soreness in your that bicep, the, the lactic yeah. acid. Um, nobody is at peak condition by the end of that. Yeah. Uh, so again, it's it's just how much pain can you take by the end of that you mentioned it's more about endurance than yeah. it is about brute strength exactly so just being involved making it to the finals oof that had to hurt that had to hurt when Terry Funk gets thrown through <laughs> the patio doors <laughs> in the president the presidential suite that had to hurt Kyle was talking about it earlier like this guy is for sure Cutler's top guy and uh, he's not able to hold back Hawk when he stands up to him um, I just imagine a scene after that where Terry Funk is trying to convince Cutler of his worth and he comes <laughs> off like very desperate. Yeah. There's just very few times that Cutler even needs this crew 
or Terry Funk to like intimidate someone. Yeah, rise to the occasion. Yeah, rise to like <laughs> this is a big weekend for yeah. Terry Funk. If you fuck Stallone up enough, he doesn't go down and win the match. Yeah. Right, like, right. Just do that. And we're gonna go to Vegas and catch up with this guy. Like this is time to shine. And he just fails horribly. So, like Kyle mentioned, he probably got fired. Yeah. Um, and so I think that had to hurt physically being thrown through the French doors. He, well, it was he actually Kenny got Andosa fired. that got thrown through the doors. <laughs> he probably got fired, moved to Jasper, got a job as a bartender. Right. And got fired oh, again. This guy cannot catch again. a break. He's unhirable. No, this was yeah. No, this was the job that he was able to attain with the resume from. Oh. The the dirty deuce. What is it? Double deuce. The dirty, <laughs> dirty deuce. It felt like I just it was did one of those. What it is? The dirty deuce. I feel bad for Funk in the sense that yeah, this job he's not cut out for clearly. Yeah. And the the job in Roadhouse, he lost because he was too aggressive with customers, yeah. not because he was a bad employee. Yeah. Per yeah. Se. He took the lessons learned yeah. from this movie. Yeah. And was like, okay, I need to yeah. be a little right. bit more Tone aggressive. Down Roadhouse was before this. No, it's no, after. it's after. Is That's it really? Right. Yeah. Which which oh, is like yeah. which, I got it. Which seems crazy. I got it mixed up. No, but it's like Roadhouse seems like much more of an 80s movie than this movie does. Yes. Yeah. But I think that yeah. there's a lot more young people in Roadhouse yeah. and that's so, probably Paul, why. This came out in 87, Roadhouse came out in 89. So this is the gig the that Rotten landed Tomatoes. for yes. Roadhouse. Gotcha. They saw him in this and they said you're our guy. Mm-hmm. Right. You got this. Uh, my dad had to hurt, had to hurt when Bull lost to Stallone. Yeah. Bull had lost an arm wrestling match in five years. Yeah. yeah. And he outweighed this guy by 100, 150 pounds, something like that. Yeah. Um, Stallone had a bad elbow. Stallone already lost one, so he was vulnerable, clearly. Um, that had to hurt. It's clear that Bull doesn't... He mentions his only things he likes doing are trucking and breaking arms and yep. arm wrestling. Um, so he so doesn't the, breaking, have a, the breaking arms and the arm wrestling are separate things that, was that he interesting. enjoys. Yeah, it's like he likes he has two hobbies. <laughs> that is, I independently like to break arms yeah. as well as separate through from arm, the wrestling. arm wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to who organizes the reunion. It's so nice. For me, who organizes the reunion is also Terry Funk related. Yeah, Funk Master. I feel like he's... <laughs> we want the funk. funk. Gotta have that funk. <laughs> I think Terry Funk's version of a reunion <laughs> is his quest for redemption. And he wants to go toe-to-toe again and challenges Hawk to return for just like a really good arguing and shoving match. Perfect. And that is the reunion between those two characters and yeah. those two characters alone. And Hawk shows up because he ain't no bitch. Right. Yeah, he's no punk bitch. <laughs> Very similar to Pollard's. I'm going with the kids from the diner that Michael beats, ah. uh, also for redemption. So they've trained for years after being beaten by a 90-pound Poindexter, and now they're hungry for a rematch. So they invite Hawk, Mike Hawk, and Bull Hurley for their own competition, um, Mike loses and somehow through an agreement that uh, Stallone signs at the beginning of this reunion uh, competition, the kids at the diner now have custody of Mike. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. It's like Whoa. it's a weird reunion. Three tweens and a baby? Exactly. Mike's the baby or is the old 30-year-old <laughs> yeah, that looks like a kid a baby? Yeah, Mike's taller than that guy by this point because yeah, that sure. guy's reverse aging. Yeah. So one of the things that we were noting when we watched it is Aaron was like, holy shit, is the kid's name Mike Hawk? Yeah, like, I is. can't believe we haven't touched on that yet. Yeah. yeah, it is. But no, his name is like her last name. Mike Cutler. Mike Cutler. But if Stallone doesn't run away, the kid's name is Mike Hawk. 
Right. They named him Mike before this falling yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. His name was Mike Hawk. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I love Mike Hawk. Yeah. I think it's a great name. We yeah. all love Mike Hawk. At the beginning, Mike Hawk was not so good. Yeah. yeah. I think the arm wrestling organization organizes the reunion. Oh, absolutely. So the independent trucker organization or the No, the, the arm ladies? wrestling organization. The world championship. Got world it. championship Got it. in the following year. Stallone has to go to defend his title. Actually, I think it's like in every four years, like the Olympics. Yeah. Or like, FIFA. Uh, or like the Winter Olympics. No, it's like the so Cup. if that's the case, then Bull has won for 20 years straight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just, he needs a 30 for 30. This right. is the most aggro, like impressive arm wrestler of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the Clutch Award. Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Kenny Endosa wins my clutch award. I don't think there's You're any other. We only uh, for sure see him in one scene, but we know he's possibly he's fairly active in this movie. Mm -hmm. The best scene he's in, the most memorable one for me, is him jumping off the balcony. It's clearly not Mike Hawk, and it's clearly <laughs> a small Filipino. Man. I thought it was Mike Hawk. Kenny, yep. motherfucking Endosa. Wherever you are right now, award. Kenny, we, so, we're a huge fans. For a little bit of context, like four or five years ago, we watched this. Me and Aaron and Brandon were just like in awe of this one scene where <laughs> the little kid, Mike, is like packing up to go meet Stallone, and he's so excited. Right. But he jumps off an awning yeah. and then like hops over a bush, and it's clearly just a little Filipino man. <laughs> it is yeah. not a kid. So at we watched all. the entire credits to figure <laughs> yeah. out what was this he's, guy's yeah. name. He moves so swiftly and agile and athletic, where it's like right. that's not a twelve-year-old like Poindexter, as right. we affectionately no. yeah. termed him. He also um, somehow gets shorter. Yeah, he's yeah. shorter. His hair is kind of flatter. Yeah, it's like, blacker for yeah. sure. Usually, it's the job of a stuntman to like go unnoticed, <laughs> but Kenny takes a different route. It's on just, Kenny's he's like, so I want skilled. Yeah, I want them to know this is a Kenny Andoso <laughs> movie. Yeah, this is a Kenny Andoso yeah. performance. This is what you get. For me, the clutch award has to be the Alka Seltzer that Grizzly drinks. <laughs> he needs it after <laughs> after he ate the cigar. Yeah. yeah, so we see him eat a cigar. Like this guy has heartburn. <laughs> Um, it's a little unclear as they're getting through some of the matches, and when you see Grizzly chug the Alka-Seltzer, it seems as though he's like preparing for his next match, but then you don't see him again in competition, and you're left thinking, like, oh, no, he was just in recovery mode. <laughs> like, he's done, and this guy has bottled up a lot of heartburn throughout the competition. Um, what, I'm not the gasoline and the cigar. Yeah, I'm not sure he makes it out of the building. <laughs> the only thing anyone eats in the movie without yeah. the Alka Seltzer. Right. So and for even, me, that's like, keeps the guy alive. And even after the Alka Seltzer, he's for sure having a stomach ulcer. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on in that guy's body that is uh is is, is not good. No. Uh, my clutch award is Giorgio Moroder. Uh, okay. He is the. <laughs> He's a film. I thought you'd bring him up again. <laughs> I won't shut up about him. He is the film composer who wrote all of the music. Wow! So the reason the music in this is also anthemic and like it's just the lyrics are right on point. Mm -hmm. It's because one guy, Giorgio Moroder, wrote all of the music, and then he hired people like Asia, Kenny Loggins, Sammy Hagar, Frank Stallone, and Eddie Money. <laughs> Whoa. To do the soundtrack. Wow. And they have songs that drive the narrative, such as I Will Be Strong, Meet Me Halfway, Mind Over Matter, Winner Takes It All, Take It Higher, and The Fight. 
<laughs> the take it higher Incredible. is the one where they say over the top yeah. in the yeah. song. No, like higher. all of the lyrics, like you over were saying, like yeah. drive the plot. Right. But Giorgio Moroder is the reason. All the songs are the same. All you guys need to do is watch this scene and write the lyrics about that scene. Perfect. It's so, incredible. Yeah. That's my clutch award. Shout out Giorgio Moroder. Hey, you five GFA fans. I want to. I can't work like this. Get off my plane. Hey, you five GFA fans. I want to just take a minute and talk to you about Kenny Frendoso. This is a service that is top of the line. It's for events. It's for an event that you don't think you can get to on time. So you got a wedding, you got a funeral, you got a bar mitzvah, a bat mitzvah, whatever it may be, you realize 15 minutes before the event starts that you don't have enough time to get ready and you're going to be late. So what do you do? You call Kenny Frendoso. This guy will show up for you in 15 minutes or less and save your spot. So the next time you're late for an event, Sendoso Kendoso, and he will show up in 15 minutes or less. He will disguise himself like you. No one will be the wiser, and you will do the old switcheroo in the bathroom. You send the text, he goes to the bathroom, you meet him in the bathroom, he goes home, you come back to your seat. No one will know. Sendoso Kendoso now. Sign up now with promo code 5GFA. You will get a free stand-in for a date as well. So you will get two Kendosos with one Sendoso. Sign up now. Uh, let's move on to quotes. Brandon, what do you got for quotes? I don't. I didn't write down a lot of quotes for this movie because I just, I like just want to pay attention to it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, the only ones I have are I think your breath stinks, which is the uh, Mike Hawks best comeback yeah. to the thirteen or thirty year olds that he arm wrestles, yeah. uh, and then the one where I'm pretty sure it's Grizzly says, "I'm going through you like gas through a funnel," and then yeah. he proceeds to drink gasoline. It's pretty easy to not overlook the main quote of the movie, right when they're pumping each other up, and uh, but I want to go towards something a little bit more subtle, mm. and it's when the kid tells his dad, "You're going to become a victim of cholesterol poisoning." I think he's just looking out for his father. Say what you want about the kid being annoying. He's annoying. And not likable. He's not likable. I think he has his best interest in for his father. And so him looking out for him. So he orders him a tuna sandwich. The guy's got a mom who's on her deathbed. You know, good on you, little Mikey, for looking out for your father's cholesterol poisoning. I don't have the quote verbatim, but my favorite quote is Stallone being interviewed before the final. You see, when I turn my head around, I change. I feel like a truck. And I can go vroom, vroom. Uh, when yeah. I turn or back you... around, the forward stroke is bye-bye, and then I'm a hawk or, man. Or are you talking about the other one where he's like, I don't care. I, I, care, about, I care about the truck, you know? I, the, money, I don't, the money, I don't really care. Hey, the truth, the truck is uh, the, the most important thing for me. I, I don't really, it doesn't matter if I... Uh, become the champion or anything that's that's not the most important i i need this truck other options are announcing that it's a double elimination which time seven times oh and the here come the referees (laughs) i know this isn't like a contact sport but in those interviews that salone gives it seems like he's concussed no i want to i want to change mine to the double elimination stuff (laughs) yeah scrap the other one like for me it's just like how many times that they repeat the fact that they go remember it's a double elimination yeah let me remind you please this is a double elimination competition if you lose twice, you're up. Double elimination competition. 
Um, so my quotes, I've got one of my favorites is when Stallone is teaching Mikey how to drive. I always wanted to be a milkshake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just getting all scrambled up in there. Yeah. Um, scrambled up like a milkshake. He was. He was getting shaken, not stirred. That's Whoa. for sure. At the Sexy e- like a chocolate scrambled milkshake. <laughs> Aaron touched on this one, but uh, one of the documentary guys goes, my whole body's an engine. This is a fire plug. I'm going to light them up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what? I don't get it. And then the last one is uh, subtitles from Bull. Uh, during the last scene, we watched it with the subtitles. So it wasn't very audible, but he goes, I'll break his shitting arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, that is weird. Let's move on to what takes me out of the movie. What takes me out of the flick. Brandon, what takes you out of the movie? When watching it, we've already touched on this. The fact that the kid is able to travel anywhere he wants without any kind of supervision. That takes me out of the movie. But also the scene where you have uh, Lincoln Hawk in jail and he wants to see his kid. Enter Robert Loja in a wig pretending to be Mike. And like yeah. he, Stallone just goes along with it. Yeah, it really he thinks it's his out. kid. It's a 57-year-old man in a wig. Yeah, he doesn't even try it. older. He's he a couple feet taller. <laughs> doesn't try to disguise yeah. his voice or anything. He's he just goes, ah, going Mike. 77. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's I bizarre. I don't want to go with you. Yeah, as much Richard. as... <laughs> As much as Stallone bought into it, I certainly didn't. Uh, my what takes me out of the movie is John Grizzly eating the cigar and drinking the gasoline. So during that scene where it starts to become an arm wrestling documentary, it's kind of serious because they're kind of giving. I know they're kind of their interviews are kind of cheesy and whatever, but it's at least somewhat serious. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to this guy doing that, and it's like that's ridiculous in a movie yeah. that's super ridiculous already. Um, and he's not even the main bad guy, so it's not even a main intimidation right. thing. It's like, a, oh, this is a, the crazy guy that's gonna lose for sure. Right. Yeah. This part's unnecessary, other than to say this. This is, is what he's up wild. against. Yeah. yeah, he's up against crazy. I also right. like the face slapping. That was one of the, yeah, like the build up things. I, was that Grizzly who did it? But some of them were like getting slapped right before yeah. each That's match. That's Smasher, the very first one. Yeah. His buddy's like, Smasher gonna kill you. And then Get he's him, like, Smasher. Yeah, he smacks him in the face right before. <laughs> Pollard, what takes you out of the movie? Um, simply the fact that this kid chooses to go with his dad at the end. He has a great life with his grandfather with a lot of opportunity. A couple of days on the road, like what we're supposed to take away from the movie is that they like bond over that and he comes to learn who his father really is. But to me, those two or three days that he spends with his father is, should convince him in the other direction. Like this is not the life that I want. Um, what takes me out of the movie is we see Stallone's interior of his truck for the first 20 minutes. It goes from just a normal truck to he's got a full pulley weight (laughs) system with big bricks of like 15 pound weights. And it's just like, just put that in or don't put it in. Mm-hmm. It seemed insane that they right. were just like... To halfway through the movie be like, yeah. this would be cool in there. Yeah. We've literally been getting interior shots of your truck and there's no weight pulley system. Now you're just going <laughs> to yeah. introduce it like... Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Now we're going to turn our attentions to ex-local fanboy Michael Hillary for Magic Mike's Main Minute. Hey, Michael, you're on with the five guys flicking around crew. How you doing, buddy? Who do you think you are? So, uh, over the top, what'd you think? That fucking kid, Mike, was such a dickbag the whole movie. <laughs> so, 
Stallone walks in to pick up his kid when he's the fucking deadbeat back in suspenders and a tie. Go fuck yourself, okay? Am I really supposed to have empathy for Stallone at all in this movie? He walked out on his family, man. They never fucking explained it. Hadn't seen his kid in 10 fucking years. First thing he does after picking him up, he's like, oh, I might as well get into a bar. And then he's like, oh, shit, this guy wants to arm wrestle me. Like, all right, kid, I'll just here. Grandpa, who was clearly a dick as well, seemed like the worst guy ever. He wasn't, man. He's like, you walk out on my daughter and my son. And the other thing about Mike's mom, like, they don't really, uh, maybe I missed out on the deal. Link seems to hang out at fucking trucker bars. So am I to believe that Mike's mom went slumming one night to see how the other half lived? That, there's no way that Mike kid beats that, like, 15-year-old. Yeah, I don't remember Bull losing. I mean, that is so clear that everyone can lose twice. Yeah, that's it. Let's move on to McMulligan's. I gotta give Terry Funk something more. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> we want the funk. <laughs> gotta have that funk. So I think the way that you accomplish that best is you force him for some reason to enter the competition. Yeah, as well. yeah. yeah. A revenge. Yeah, kind of like... like he probably doesn't get to the final match, but he gets to the semifinals, and you give him like two or three uh, arm wrestling matches, and you just get to see him like flex. Yeah. Literally, you have him on the collision course to get to Lincoln Hawk, but then he loses to yeah. Bull, and it's like a, yeah. And another right. part of the grandfather's like plan is foiled. Damn it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just like I want to see him perform. He I agree. doesn't do any. He delivers like three lines, and he shoves Sylvester Stallone one time. Yeah, no, I agree. I think seeing Terry Funk in the in the arm wrestling competition would be interesting, and it would show that the grandfather has a multi tiered um, plan yeah. to kind of address this Lincoln Hawk issue. My McMulligan is I would have added a scene where Mike formally changes his name to Mike Hawk. <laughs> That would have been a really nice. What do you think about taking my name? And it's like, yes. I want to be Mike Hawk from now on. And they go to court. uh, The custody papers are signed over along with the name change to Mike Hawk. And they say it a bunch of times. Because you're at the courthouse, you could kill two birds. Stallone's like, you're Mike Hawk. Now let's move on to sending out an SOS. Sending out an SOS. I'll send an SOS to Brandon, SOS. Um, so my sequel follows the legal battles of Lincoln Hawk after Ooh. winning the arm wrestling championship prize money and the truck. A court procedure. Yeah, so love part it. of it, exactly. So part of it is a courtroom drama <laughs> where he has to fight against Robert Loggia again for custody uh, of Michael and has to pay a ton of taxes on his arm wrestling winnings and he loses his prize truck to the IRS due to owing back taxes because I'm assuming that oh, he geez. didn't really yeah I'm assuming yeah, that he didn't pay they catch up with him after this take home haul totally totally uh, so the judge ultimately decides that custody will be decided by a Robert Loja Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling match uh, which okay. Stallone somehow loses uh, based what? on based oh, on points my arm hurts. So it's based because they do it on uh, points attendant. rather than you know, the wrong way. Uh, yeah, that was another thing. At the yeah. competition, there's judges. They do scorecards. What the fuck were they judging? Yeah, no, I have no idea. I have no idea. You get one point if you win, and, and you, zero points and you, if you lose. And you get zero points if it's you like, don't. It's like whose line win. is it anyway? It's like yeah, well, the points don't matter, yeah. and everything's made up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my SOS. It's the Home Alone Baby's Day Out. 
where we just follow Mikey from the moment he jumps off the balcony to the moment he <laughs> lands in Las Vegas. There That's is a, a whole movie. bunch of hijinks in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could have yeah. a whole scene of him just leaving the estate property. <laughs> yeah, you do. He literally picks the truck instead of the like sports cars. Because he like wants to be like his dad. Oh, and yeah. then he like peels out and the bad guys like chase him. But there's just like he literally goes to an airport. He gets a taxi multiple times in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to see like this really hijinksy movie where he's outsmarting all the adults yeah. the whole time mm-hmm. and just making his way to Vegas. He's left for a pretty rude awakening, like getting to the airport from Bel Air. Driving a truck on the open road is one thing, but when he reaches an intersection where there's like a yielded left turn, yeah, he's freaking out. Mm-hmm. My SOS is this movie is a sequel that blends in with Roadhouse, where uh, Lincoln Hawk goes to Jasper, Missouri. He meets Dalton, and they kind of butt heads first, but they click because like. They know what's up. Yeah, they right. do. They they do. do. Yeah. Um, the bad guys also team up, and it's Robert Loja and Ben Gazzara versus <laughs> yeah. Dalton and, and Lincoln Funk Hawk. Plays wow. Terry Funk character. is just confused, <laughs> and he just doesn't know where to go. But it's all their henchmen that are all the same cut of cloth. Yeah. Middle-aged, yeah. mustached men yep. with, yeah. like, tucked-in pants, feathered hair. That's great. I love that idea. And, uh, I want to see it. Kelly Lynch protects Mike, you know, in the barn, and it's a lot of that. Why do they have a love interest? They don't need it. They have a love interest. <laughs> I want to see Mike lose his virginity to Kelly Lynch. I want to see Sam Elliott mentor Lincoln Hawk. He doesn't need a mentor. Well, you could argue that Dalton didn't either, but he uses. Well, Dalton became the way he was based would on, be, okay. based okay. on Sam Elliott mentoring him. Verse. <laughs> Dalton. No, 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 no. I don't no. like that. Why? I like them being on the same team. No, no, I'm saying, the two I'm bad saying hypothetically who wins. No, no, for sure Dalton. arm wrestling competition? For sure. For sure Dalton. Yeah, absolutely. That's where it's like, yeah, Lincoln Hogg can be in this Roadhouse Universe yes. spinoff, but... We need he has to, to be the beta. Yeah, he's the beta. Sam Elliott is at the top. He's the beta, Dalton's but he's also underneath. like the muscle that's the beta. Like he's not making high level decisions, but he's carrying out orders. Um, Robert Loja watches Ben Lazaro go. You're a bleeder, yeah. and then he steals it. <laughs> right. and then later, he, it later. he does it again to his <laughs> Let's move on to genre swap. All right, I tell you what you do. Pull the old switcheroo. Brandon, what do you got for genre swap? Pretty typical of me, but I'm going with a fantasy thriller. Interesting. Okay. Um, This is where you discover that Mike's mom's heart condition is somehow linked to Stallone's arm wrestling. Whoa. So, yeah. So the more more he wins the arm wrestling, uh, the worse her condition gets. Wow. Yes. And so at the end, Stallone has to, I know, Stallone has to decide between winning the big arm wrestling competition to earn the money he needs to provide for Mike, but killing his wife in the process, or losing the match, not winning the money, and keeping his wife among, among the living. And we'd call it Sly's Dilemma. I think he chooses to lose. No, uh, he chose. The, but see, the, the so life. the issue, the issue is, if he loses, he doesn't have enough money to take care of his son. Right. So no, he can't. So he no, can't see no, him. No, Mike returns to mom, and he he chooses the greater good to keep her around and continue his life right. on the road. But alone. then he'd have to swear off arm wrestling forever, because every time he wins, her condition worsens. Yeah, <laughs> I see. It. Yeah, <laughs> Pollard, John or Swap. So I really think you could squeeze the entire plot of this film into about five and a half minutes. Jesus. And yeah, so I agree. and so, what I want is just a music video. 
that's it. It's maybe a, yeah, a longer yeah. than normal music video. You get three of the the big hits somehow yeah. like mashed up together. It's like thriller. Basically, if you just combine all of the montages in this film and you put them together, you would get the sort of genre swap that I'm looking for. My genre swap is a full arm wrestling documentary. Oh, I want okay. 90 minutes of the world of arm wrestling. I would love that. The build up to the championship, the following these competitors, at least like a core group. Yeah. Um, through their training, like a month out or something like that, into all this. Uh, more interviews, more explanation of the elimination process, analysis yeah, I didn't of the referee. So much, so much shit talking. Yeah, it's a it double elimination. You're not out. In the documentary, it will go into the tradition of the double elimination. There's cool graphics showing, like, <laughs> if you lose once, you're out, and then an X, and then it's like, now this is two, and it's right. I'm explaining it. So you it. lose once, no X, erase right. the X. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my genre swap is a straight horror movie, but we oh, don't realize okay. it's a horror movie until the end of the movie. Okay. Um, the movie Haunted plays hour. exactly the same, um, <laughs> except we reveal in the final scene that the first scene where Stallone picks up Mike, his mom never requested that he gets him. <laughs> Stallone has a psychotic break and kidnaps him from the ceremony. <laughs> Love um, it. When Mike tries to escape from the big rig and runs out into the highway, he gets absolutely crushed and just <laughs> murdered. Okay. A la Pet Cemetery. So then we see the workout montage scene where Stallone is just working out alone. The scene where he's teaching him to drive, it's just him in the passenger seat. <laughs> And the car's not moving. And we realize he's been on the run from the cops, living in a delusional fantasy where he's slowly bonding with Mikey. Wow. Not sure how the movie ends, but there will definitely be a song that explains it in the lyrics. So maybe, maybe I love that. Maybe at the big arm wrestling competition, like it goes to the reality. And it's just him like in his hotel room, arm wrestling nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Something like that. I really like it. Uh, let's move on to Blu-ray price. How much did you pay for this movie if the only way you could watch it was to own the Blu-ray? Pollard, what's your Blu-ray price? I'm paying $49.99. Um, I absolutely love this film. Watching it this week was a blast. And I'm probably good for another 15 years without watching it. 15? But, that's a long time. Uh, but I need... mid-40s? Yeah, I mean, 15 years ago, you were 16. That seems like a long time. Yeah, thing. maybe it is a little bit long. <laughs> but I definitely need this around to watch this with my kid. I'm going to go a little bit higher than you to $50. Okay. Ooh. I love this movie. It's so fun to watch. Love Terry Funk, Stallone, Robert Loggia. It's great. Uh, I agree. My price was uh, $39.99. Um, and mostly because of what Pollard said, it's PG. It's a good family film, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. there's no smut. Um, I'm a huge Stallone fan, so I'm going eighty dollars for this. Wow. One. It's uh, I know you know Sylvester Stallone. He's in his seventies, and uh, I know he's not going to be around forever. And I'm gonna he's I'm gonna want to look back. I <laughs> know. I'm gonna want to look back on his filmography, and this this movie is uh, it's up there. It's up there for me. So you know, Rocky is obviously going to be number one, but. Right under that, I want to have over the top of my collection. Let's close things out with, would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Paul, 
Ballard, would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Absolutely, this movie would work as a McSullivan vehicle. Give it to me. In my version, McSullivan plays the part of a rival arm wrestler. Because the competition is in Vegas, McSullivan is too distracted by partying and drugs and girls that he misses the registration and is going to miss the weigh-in. But he put his entire life savings down when he bet on himself, and Pops knows this. And he's present, so he's forced to pose as McSullivan and take his place. <laughs> so Pops turns his hat around backwards, and, uh, and no one is the wiser. He gets through the first couple rounds, and when McSullivan finally shows up for the semifinals, they switch spots. And again, nobody notices. <laughs> In the semifinals, Mac loses his first match, and he's obviously dehydrated, right? He's been drinking a lot. So we're reminded that it's double elimination, and Pops comes in clutch by showing up with some Alka-Seltzer in a tall glass of vodka for McSullivan. That'll get the juices flowing. So Mac pounds it and is able to win the competition. He takes all of his winnings to the high-stakes poker table and loses it within the hour. <laughs> the end. Pops tells him that Alka-Seltzer is like a new kind of cocaine. Yeah. That's the only way McSullivan agrees to take it. And someone's like, feels great from the Alka-Seltzer. He's like, this is a great cocaine thing. He's like, I need more of this. So Pops is just giving him Alka-Seltzer. Oh, yeah, you put it in the vodka. Yeah. Brandon, would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Uh, I'm going to also say yes. This does work as as a McSullivan vehicle. Um, I'm going to go with the obvious choice. McSullivan plays Stallone. He's been scamming a woman for years into thinking that he's the father of her son so that he can get child support payments from her. Whoa, interesting. This ruse come back, comes back to bite him in the ass, however, when she develops a terminal illness and sends her son to get to know his father, McSullivan. Uh, Mac knows that Robert Loja is trying to get custody of Mike, and he is all too happy to try and ditch the kid <laughs> at any opportunity. <laughs> After Robert Loja's thugs try to kidnap Mike, McSullivan seizes the chance to drive off in the opposite direction, but through their sheer incompetence, the thugs cut off his escape and crash into his big rig. Mike is unfortunately reunited with McSullivan. Robert Loja finally tracks McSullivan down and offers him $500,000 to stay out of Mike's life. McSullivan happily accepts Robert Loja's offer and drops Mike off at the mansion. Robert Loja gives McSullivan the check, and after finally being reunited with his grandson, he is shocked to discover that McSullivan actually dropped off Filipino stuntman Kenny Endoso <laughs> in a wig, and McSullivan hangs on to Mike in hopes of extorting more money from Robert Loja in the future. Wow. That's good. Kyle, would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Um, I really struggled with this one, and then when I was in the shower, I realized, holy shit. Interesting. This is an incredible McSullivan movie. Interesting. So uh, we see briefly in this movie that there is also a female arm wrestling competition going on at the same time. And that's where we are headed in this McSullivan movie. Uh, McSullivan gets an anonymous tip that the ambassador for Brazil or some country like that is going to be attending, (laughs) is going to be attending the women's arm wrestling competition. And there will be an assassination attempt on his life. Not only that, but one of the female arm wrestlers is also in on it. They just don't know which one. Pops and McSullivan go undercover in a Joanna Man Tootsie type movie <laughs> where, <it> makes, <laughs> where they dress up as females competing so they can discover who the assassin is. Right. Uh, Pops does most of the police work and McSullivan uses lines like, oh, you're straight? Well, so is spaghetti until it gets hot and wet. <laughs> 
so that he can convince multiple contestants to have their first lesbian experience with him. Pops foils the plan, but McSullivan and Pops get really into an arm wrestling scene, and the film culminates in Pops versus McSullivan for the title of Female oh. Arm Wrestling Champion of the World. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. We're going to close things out with the email of the week. Kyle? Yeah, shout out Laura Foray. Uh, she wrote in, Hey, Five Guys. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. I saw this dude walking around town with a 5GFA tall tee and thought to myself, where do I buy one of those? Just let me know who to make out my $75,000 check to. Big fan. My favorite is Magic Mike's Main Minute. This guy has such a wonderful attitude, and we couldn't agree more. Absolutely. What a great attitude on Mike. What a fair deal on a $75,000 shirt. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you want to be shouted out on the podcast, please email us at fiveguysflickingaround at gmail.com. That is the number five, guysflickingaround at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and probably some other unseemly places if you look us up on the internet. So dark web look what i have created i have made fire i have made fire i think this is one of the traits of a really good producer I'm not ashamed Keep no more. the talent happy you just killed a helicopter with a car bullets. all right boys prepare to be dazzled break yourself oh i'm sorry did i break your concentration it's important that we get together on this thing if you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust some ass? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly-ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Tough, dumb guy acting. I never saw it. I'm Frank Stallone. All right, let's go call mommy. Disrespectful, pompous little shit. Why are you doing this? Loads. That's all I got. You're my cock. But it's a really great use of his time. Eight middle-aged dudes that'll do anything I want. You're in a dream. All right, everyone shut the fuck up. Meet me halfway.